We were using data um, to inform our programming, and we know from um, Barna Group has done several studies, and it has been shown that 25% of people will actually go to their pastor first when they're experiencing a mental health concern before they'll go to their doctor or before they'll go to a mental health counselor. So we thought, wow, we really want to make sure that we're equipping our pastors and the church with you know, good faith-based mental health resources. Thank you for tuning in to the Rescue Mission podcast, where we discuss real topics that affect real people. I've got Blake and Matt with me today. We're excited to have Carol from the Lutheran Foundation. Carol, how are you doing today? I'm doing very well. Thank you so much for having me be here today. Good. We're excited to have you here. So to give you a little context, um, I just think the story behind this is 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 just really fun. So I, I get the Lutheran Foundation's email and I got one that said, the Lutheran Foundation welcomes 24 new mental health advocates. And I thought, well, how exciting is that? And so I looked in, I looked into it and I saw that the Lutheran Foundation now has a total of 61 mental health advocates serving in 53 con- congregations in Northeast Indiana. And I read that and I was so excited to hear what the Lutheran Foundation is doing with these congregations. And I thought, man, I've got all of these all of these questions about this initiative. And at the very at the very end of the email, it says, "If you have any questions, you can send them here." And I thought, well, for now, I've got one. I've got one just, question. Just one question. Can we get you on the podcast? And I think Carol emailed me back in the in the same day, and I was so excited. I was like, "This is going to work out," because sometimes schedules happen and people can't make it. Um, or sometimes you get through the scheduling process and it just kind of fizzles out. And I was so excited that this one happened instantly. And I thought, well, this must be a God wink that we're supposed to have this podcast interview. So we're excited, Carol. So mm-hmm. for somebody that's listening to this episode that has no idea what a mental health advocate is, could you tell us a little bit about how this initiative came to be? Sure. So actually, I'm relatively new to the Lutheran Foundation okay. myself. I started three years ago, uh, 10 days before the pandemic hit. Oh, my goodness. It was like, welcome to mental health ministry, global pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm a deaconess serving as ministry associate at the Lutheran Foundation. And that was a new position created three years ago to help equip our churches, Lutheran schools and ministry organizations with mental health resources. And um, in historically, the Lutheran Foundation had been providing the Speak Up Conference at the Grand Wayne Center Mm -hmm. in 2017 and then the Look Up Conference in 2019 and again in 2022. Mm -hmm. Um, And at those conferences, we have been trying to convince pastors and church workers about the importance of mental wellness and bringing that into the church to reduce stigma of mental illness so that people realize that the church is a safe space to talk about mental health and their whole person Mm well-being. And so um, we were thinking about, well, we were looking at the numbers from our conference and seeing what were the results um, in our congregations as far as developing mental Mm -hmm. health ministry, because that was part of our conference was saying, yes, uh, we want you to develop mental health ministry, and here's a few resources to get going, now go do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then looking back and realizing, well, just a handful of churches were actually able to get some programming going mm-hmm. around mental health. So we thought, well, how can we um, really get mental wellness <clears throat> talked about in the church and get people the care that they need? So we started from a different approach. Um, most of the pastors that came to the conference were very much on board with mm-hmm. wanting to do mental health ministry, but realized they just didn't have the bandwidth 
uh, to mm-hmm. add something yeah. additional to their yeah. plate. And um, mental health ministry can seem very overwhelming because it's such a broad topic and mm-hmm. encompasses yeah. so many different areas. And so I think a lot of our pastors and church workers were simply overwhelmed and didn't even know, like, how do we get started? So we thought, well, what if we do more of a grassroots approach and ask our pastors to nominate either a staff person or a lay person in the church to serve as a mental health advocate, and that person would be the one that's helping to communicate um, the importance of mental health in the church in collaboration with the pastor. Mm-hmm. So it's not falling all on the pastor's shoulders. He's in sure. the loop, but he's not the one that has to you know take that uh, upon himself. Sure. So we've got someone that's passionate about mental wellness that's helping communicate um, the importance of mental health and then supply resources to the yeah. congregation. Because we're finding that half the issue is people just don't know mm-hmm. uh, what's available here in the community for help around mental health. And we are actually blessed here in Northeast Indiana to have such a variety of very good uh, mental health resources. And so we just feel like the church can be a connector to let people know that, hey, you don't have to struggle alone. You have a church family who loves and cares for you, and we can do that to a certain degree. And here are some other professional resources related to mental health that we can help connect you to. Mm -hmm. Well, I see you you jumped over a couple of hurdles right off the bat by... Um, one is it's, it's really hard to find somebody to talk to, right? Mm -hmm. Who do I call? Do I have to call a psychiatrist or a psychologist or a counselor or who, whoever are they, what do they believe? You know, if you're a serious follower of Jesus, then are they going to be a Christian counselor or anything like that? This, this allows you to, uh, have some, uh, sense of, of who the person is that you're going to right away. And if they're local, you know, the idea of, of people being, you know, local all over the place, the, the, the hurdle of trust, mm-hmm. right, mm-hmm. goes way, way down. So you can just sort of step over it, I think, pretty easy and, and say, this is, this is somebody who's been in my community for, you know, X number of years. And, mm-hmm. and there's already a level of, of sort of trust there. So that's yes. brilliant. I don't know if that was something that you intended, but... (laughs) Well, uh, we were using data um, to inform our programming, and we know from um, Barna Group has done several studies, and it has been shown that 25% of people will actually go to their pastor first when they're Mm. experiencing a mental health concern before they'll go to their doctor or before they'll go to a mental health counselor. So we thought, wow, we really want to make sure that we're equipping our pastors Mm -hmm. and the church with, you know, good faith-based mental health resources. Yeah. Yeah. So for a long time within the church, there has been a stigma around mental health Mm -hmm. to where people have been afraid to talk about it. Why do you think it is that, and it's a good thing, why do you think it is that people are beginning to become more open to, to talk about that within the church? I mean, as we're seeing, there's 53 congregations in Northeast Indiana that are nominating mental health advocates. Why do you think that stigma is going away? Well, I think it has taken a lot of groundwork. So again, I mentioned you know, we've had three big conferences around this topic and exposing more people to the, um, the idea about the importance of doing mental health ministry. And so... Any change in ministry is slow, as you guys know. So it takes time, right? So it's not something just kind of snap our fingers and it's happened overnight. We've been laying that groundwork um, since right before 2017, actually. So to get into the nitty gritty, what is what is a mental health advocate and what is it they do? What is the role they provide in a church? 
Sure. Well, again, the mental health advocate is somebody that their pastor has nominated and registered with the Lutheran Foundation. So some of them are professional church workers, and others are lay people who are just passionate about mental health. And it mm-hmm. could be that they have lived experience with mental illness themselves or have a family member with um, mental illness, and so they're very passionate about informing people about care, providing mm-hmm. care. So... Um, Once they're registered, we've had an orientation session for them, so back in April, uh, for a couple of hours just to kind of get them on board and help them better understand their roles. But basically, they're a communicator, um, a liaison between the Lutheran Foundation and their congregation. I serve as a facilitator, and I meet with our advocates on a monthly basis via Zoom. Uh, We found that to be a very effective platform Mm -hmm. because uh, we serve 10 counties here in Northeast Indiana. And so we have some mental health advocates as far away as Huntington, Wabash, uh, for example, Fremont and Angola area. We just don't want to have them have to drive in every single month. That's a long drive. So Mm -hmm. we thought, well, we'll um, provide it conveniently on Zoom. And um, that way they're able to get all the information. And then we're able to meet also quarterly in person at the Lutheran Foundation if they want to. So it's Mm -hmm. not mandatory, but we just provide that extra opportunity for them to come receive extra educational um, information and trainings and meet the other advocates face to face Mm -hmm. and be able to share ideas and resources Mm -hmm. and collaborate with one another. That's um, a a big benefit of of meeting in person is just Mm -hmm. that face to face contact so that they realize that they're not a silo. In amongst themselves, yeah. that they actually have other people that are passionate about mental wellness sure. and that they can share ideas and collaborate and work with one another. So the majority of our advocates are not mental health professionals okay. at all. Some of them are. We do have mm-hmm. some that are licensed mental health counselors. We have a couple that are medical doctors. We have several that are RNs or other types of nurses. Uh, we have some who are social workers. So we have some uh, that do have some background or some training mm-hmm. you know, related to mental health. But the majority are just, you know, regular uh, lay people, you know, like you and me, or a pastor. Uh, we do have a few pastors that did register themselves as mental health advocates, too. And, of course, they have received some pastoral training, you know, at the seminary related to mental health. Mm-hmm. Um, but we provide some basic foundational education for them. Um, so we have our Look Up Education Series events, including webinars that we have quarterly and other trainings at the Lutheran Foundation that we provide. We also offer free of charge uh, either mental health first aid or youth mental health first aid, uh, QPR suicide prevention training, uh, companionship training. Wow. And they're not mandatory for the mental health advocates because sure. you know many of them already have you know professional degrees. But for mm-hmm. those who would like to get that foundational level of education around mental health and mental illness, we provide those for free. Mm-hmm. And then in the monthly meetings, I just help provide them with um, additional resources, you know, mm-hmm. materials, uh, connect them to various agencies here in town that they might yeah. want to let their congregation members mm-hmm. be familiar with. So can, can oh. we stop just for a hot second? <laughs> and like you, you, you said that so matter of factly, yeah. right? There are a ridiculous amount of deep resources here. There are, and you said they're for free, right? That's a big deal. You know how do how how's somebody going to access those? Right. Well, for example, our Look Up Indiana website has. Uh, factual and clinical information related to mental health, but then it's also been my privilege to curate faith-based mental health resources Mm. on Mm. there, including 
our 2023 Congregational Mental Health Toolkit, which contains pretty much anything that a church wow. needs to promote mental wellness. So there's a Bible study on resiliency. There's a sermon on mental health. Hmm. There are prayers related to wow. mental health, bulletin inserts, uh, all sorts of things. Wow. A, hint, just, a hymn. <laughs> yeah. Can I just say that we have actually uh, provided that for all of our staff? Wonderful. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. yeah. So how does someone go about becoming an advocate and also, how would someone know that it's part of their congregation or church mm-hmm. if maybe, I know a lot of people are still attending online, sure. or maybe they're not able to make every Sunday. How could they be made aware or mm-hmm. go and find out themselves if their church is doing something with this? Right. So we've encouraged our mental health advocate congregations to actually have an installation service for okay. their mental health advocate so that their congregation member becomes aware that, oh, this is a new program that our church is participating in, and here's our advocate so they can see who it is right that they can go to. Um, some of the advocates have already formed committees or wellness teams, and we've said, great, if you would like to have your team installed, mm-hmm. you know, great. Um, other times they've put that information in their bulletin or their newsletter as well to say, hey, we're participating in the Lutheran Foundation's Mental Health Advocate Initiative, and this is what it entails, and here's our advocate and or our wellness team members. So if you have you know questions or any concerns or you need some resources, please feel free to reach out to them. Yeah, yeah I think that's incredible that you're, you're providing that toolkit. So if, if they want to take those first steps toward it, they can get on the website. Mm-hmm. And I, I think the numbers numbers prove that this is a need within the church, that these numbers are growing, growing, that the congregations are going up. Where do you hope to see this initiative go? So it's, it's already off to a great start. I mean, what's, what's kind of your vision or your, or your dream over, let's say, the next five to ten years? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> um, wow. Well, you know, with God, all things are possible, Amen. right? And we know that this is in his hands and that the growth is his. So, um, boy, if I had a vision, though, I would really love to see, you know, maybe in the next couple years to see us go from 61 mental health advocates to maybe 120, you know, double it here in the next couple of years. And I'm so excited that this year we've been able to include non-Lutheran churches for the first time. Okay. So the first two years we did just kind of as a pilot, just Mm -hmm. among our 91 member Lutheran congregations to see how that would go. And it was successful. And so we thought, well, we've had a lot of congregations reaching out to us after the pandemic saying, you know, they've seen increased need, especially among our youth uh, who are needing mental health um, assistance. And because there's such a long wait time now to get into some of the counseling agencies, you know, mm-hmm. the, the pastors mm-hmm. and church workers are having to kind of step in to meet that, meet that need. And so um, they reached out and said, hey, mm-hmm. we'd like to be part of this mental health advocate mm-hmm. initiative. Yeah. So we said, okay, well, let's explore that. And so we we're pleased to roll that out. And we've got uh, 10 uh, non-Lutheran churches participating this year for the first time. Wow, that's that's great. I think you hit on something that's a, a pretty big topic that we've talked about here a few times, and that's kids experiencing mental health issues and mm-hmm. the youth, you could say. What would you say to a parent that's maybe struggling with a child that they want them to be part of the church body or they want them to maybe go in through the services that you guys are providing to get the help they need? How would you encourage them to maybe reach out that ad- to that advocate or even ask the child to, hey, go talk to gray or whoever the advocate is there and and see if you know they have anything they could help you with 
Right, and it's, simp- it's as simple as that, especially if they already have a relationship or a connection with that advocate. So um, sometimes the kids don't always like to do face-to-face conversation, mm-hmm. right? And so it may be good to actually talk with the pastor first and get them connected to the mental health advocate so the advocate can actually call that family or if they uh, make an effort on Sunday you know, to see that kid or to reach out to that kid and make a personal invitation just to sit down and have a conversation with them and maybe their family and just kind of see, hey, you know, the, the church cares about you and your family and your whole person health, body, mind, and spirit. And how can we walk alongside you in your wellness journey? You know, the church has several resources here within the church, including pastoral counseling, and there's great resources that we can help connect you to, whether it's a mental health counselor, a Christian counselor, or other agencies um, with lots of different support groups, such as NAMI Fort Wayne or Mental Health America. So I think it's encouraging because at first you can kind of think about this and you can think about the mental health advocates. And my thinking went towards adults mm-hmm. in your congregation that are experiencing mental health because a lot of time that's where the attention can go because I think the adults can be more open to talk about it. But it's it's encouraging to hear that this is almost like a form of, of youth ministry. Has it been that way from the beginning targeted towards, not specifically targeted towards youth, but reaching out to youth as well? Um, to some degree, I think originally the majority of our resources were aimed towards adults, but we've been having more and more congregations say, hey, you know, the need is increasing among our youth, and so mm-hmm. we really need some more specific um, faith-based youth mental health resources. Sure. Can you help us out? So um, fortunately, we've been able to locate or find some of those. Um, so Mental Health Grace Alliance, for example, has a wonderful workbook yeah, called Redefine Grace. Yeah, I'm glad you're familiar with yeah. them. And so I've been encouraging our pastors and youth pastors to utilize the Redefine Grace workbook um, with uh, their youth group mm-hmm. to actually go through it together because it's helping them understand their identity in Jesus Christ as the foundation mm-hmm. um, for how they see themselves and the world and how they manage stress um, in their life. And it has a great chapter in there on not allowing social media to affect their sense of mm-hmm. self because it's rooted in their baptismal mm-hmm. identity in Jesus Christ. So mm-hmm. I just love their resources. So that's one, yeah. for example, one of the resources I've been pointing people towards to help our youth. Yeah, I can I can can back that up. I went to the Look Up Conference last mm-hmm. year and actually went to the breakout group where the, the guy that started that initiative was. And he will even about those workbooks they have several workbooks they provide and for free he'll come on a like a zoom call with a pastor Mm -hmm. and kind of give an overlay to their whole program tool and i've 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 recommended that book to countless people i've got it sitting in my office right now it is it is an incredible workbook and and through the lutheran foundation there's there's several resources like that that i've that i found out about um there's the spiritual first aid yes that i think you and i have talked about a little bit before matt um that's another great resource and so Carol, we were so excited to connect with you today about the Lutheran Foundation and this initiative that you've got going with the mental health advocates. Um, So just to give somebody some next steps, if this is something that they were interested just in looking into or applying for, where would they go and how would they go about doing that? Well, they can send me an email at carol, C-A-R-O-L-E, at thelutheranfoundation.org, or they can call my direct line there, 260-458-2115. Well, and we have evidence that she does write back pretty quickly. <laughs> she is very prompt at replying to emails. Yeah. I try. Well done, Carol. Yeah. Thank you. Well, so. we're, we're excited because the Rescue Commission and the, and the Lutheran Foundation have had a long relationship, and um, you guys have been really good to us. Um, so we're just so thankful for that. And you, you have not 
simply just sat uh, back and, and supported us from afar, but you've really been able to, to come in and give us a lot of different tools. So mm-hmm. we're super thankful all the way around. Well, it's our pleasure. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thanks for coming on the podcast yeah. today, Carol. If you enjoyed this episode of the Rescue Mission Podcast, we ask you to consider leaving a review, subscribing, following whatever platform you're on. We'd love to have you keep up with us and what's going on with the Rescue Mission Podcast. Thanks for listening.